Clemson Tigers. What was that? Are we rolling? Yeah. Yeah, it was a Labor Day thud. Um, to me, LOL at Clemson's coaching, really for the last few years, but uh, the unpreparedness. We didn't have the strength. We didn't have the speed to hang with Duke. I really thought that with a new offensive coordinator that we would see a change in direction of Clemson's offense. And instead, particularly in the first half, all I saw was 30-yard throws, not down the field, but sideways and upfield one yard, giving the Duke DBs time to close in and tackle. And not much of anything else. I really thought we were going to use Klubnik's legs and his his shifty handoff ability with him and Shipley to move the ball. And Shipley, by the way, averaged like seven or eight yards carry tonight. Why did we try these stupid screen passes? I swear we must have done about a dozen of them. Preparedness was whack and execution was worse. <laughs> Recruiting was bad, apparently. I mean, if we're that much weaker and slower than Duke, maybe recruiting's bad. Maybe we need to use the portal. Or maybe we need some good strength coaches. I don't know because I'd like to see us against some other teams. I think that Duke is strong and fast. Doesn't Um, matter. Clemson went out and laid an absolute rotten egg. Had some (laughs) stupid stuff drawn up. And they still had a case of the let's give the other team the ball a whole lot, like when we played South Carolina last year, and they had a case of that. Um, as the TV illustrated, Clemson goes 10-1 and last year, then to lose three of the four next games, including this one tonight, which was just eh, ugly. Had chances to win, but just... Yeah, Clemson could not convert points. Uh, you had a field goal blocked. You had a field goal missed from very short yardage. You had two fumbles right inside the... The goal, maybe three. I don't remember. Is what it? was that though? Was that ineptitude, or did we just we were so weak we just got our absolute tails handed to us? I mean, they just ran us over, blew the ball out of our hand, no matter what. Blocks our kicks, just scared us, had us playing weak, or what? Or was it just bad execution? Um, I tell you what's bad is down at the goal line. You've got to get under center. It's bad play calling. Bad. Formation calling. You that need be, was rough. You, yes. You need to be under center. You don't need all these handoffs going on behind the line and stuff. It needs to be straight ahead or a dive, and it needs to be bang. Because when you get down to the goal line, y'all, you can't shotgun snap it anymore because there is no safety. There's extra linebackers. The linebackers are playing on the line, and the DBs are playing at linebacker depth. And when you snap it back six yards to try to run, you've got the whole defense there. It's so infuriating. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Hey, I mean, you're inviting trouble. You're inviting fumbles. You you know just by the formation you're running. Get under center. Every level of football, pro, college, high school, JV, whatever. Get under center. To be fair, Bill was saying get under center before the play went off, and then when they didn't get under center, he was still saying what are you doing? And then when they tossed the ball over to Duke, um, then he was kind of ticked off. I was just quiet then because what else can I say? Yeah, that's on Dabo. I mean, hey, you can yes. say it's on the offensive coordinator, but you know, Dabo's kind of like, look, well, dude. he picked the offensive coordinator, okay, and he has override call and everything. Take a little accountability. Ten and a half million a year—that's you, buddy. <sighs> <laughs> and I've hey, and then I, I watched the DJ era where he's just like running in molasses, and that's on Dabo too. And so I'm kind of my patience is a little thin. 
Hey, I'm, he's had a long string of like ten win seasons, and that's been phenomenal. But you couldn't have watched the last few years and thought, "Yes, so glad that he's smart." Making a bunch of dumb moves lately. Like I don't know if it's the drive's gone. He doesn't have that fire. He doesn't have that. You know, how am I going to navigate this to show everybody that I'm legit? Well, here's uh, what he got complacent. Here's what I've thought. We still had top three defenses while Venables was here until last year he left. The defense has taken a step down under, under that, Goodwin. That Venables Got thing me. hurt quite um, a bit. Yeah, yeah, and and then offensively, honestly, I was hanging <clears throat> most of it on uh, DJ and bad play calling. Which, by the way, I know he had one good game, but honestly, I watched it. He had no pressure on him. I, we'll see how that plays out. But um, you know, I really thought that having the new coordinator and the new quarterback in place, that we were going to see the offense really move the ball. But dang, if we didn't go back to like Rob Spence play calling, I golly, maybe. And see, here's the deal with uh, with uh, Garrett Riley. He came from the Big Twelve. How sure can you be that your offense is really good when you were in the Big Twelve? Because the Big Twelve has no defense. No defense, right? <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, maybe it looked great. Clubnick like, shouldn't have slid when that targeting call went off, and we did not get a first down. Yeah. I mean, that's. We needed him to harness the essence of Sam Ellinger when he played for Texas, who <laughs> would just true. make it happen. You and know, that was not the instance where you slide just a little bit early so you don't get hit. It is football. Right. If you can't push that through, right. don't play football. Klubnik's uh, inexperience showed there. I think that uh, you know if he's an older, wiser player, he, he knows that. But you know his rookiness basically looked Showed it on that play. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a time to slide, but that wasn't it. Yeah, that's not it. Fourth. That was a good chance to get back in the game, and really your probable last chance to get back in the game from from a viewer standpoint. It's like that's going to probably be your last chance. I don't like targeting calls, so I don't even mind that that was called after the play, even though it was during the play. That doesn't matter because targeting is a ridiculous you know penalty in football anyway. It's still on Klubnik, though. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. forget about the targeting call. Should have pushed that one through. It was yeah. time. It was go yeah. time. You know, if I'm thinking about this, props to Duke's offensive coordinator, whoever that is, for calling plays so that their quarterback would get rid of the ball quickly. And props to the Duke quarterback, who actually, I know his stats at the end of the day were only about 50% passing, but his running when the, the line would go around him was excellent. <laughs> Duke's offense didn't impress me near as much as their defense. Duke's defensive secondary, I mean, safeties, cornerbacks, they had our number so big time. Are we going to have any guys that can get open? Or or offensive coordinator. I figured after we set them up with a dozen screen passes, could we not do a pump and go and, and burn them deep? Is that, I mean, I thought at least we could do that. No. I mean, how about a hitch and go? We could at least try because. How about an out and up, you know, pump fake and hit it deep? Where is that play? Did we? I'm we ran. Yeah. We ran the same three plays the whole game. That's what happened. Right. <sighs> Guys, that were, that were moderately working here and I, there, but even when the situation of the game changed and it was time to go a little deep, yeah, still run the same stuff. I coached football for a tiny, tiny middle school uh, at one time in my life. 
We our guys were not big enough to compete, but I would get us first downs and scores sometimes because I would do things like that. Like we would set it up and then we would run like an an out route and whether we complete that or not doesn't matter. And then you run an out pump fake and go deep and the corner bites and you got a long play with so many screens that we ran, you know, the Duke defensive backs are coming up, up, up. Just pump that one time and burn them. <laughs> Klubnik didn't have a whole lot of protection, but he had more than some of the other games I watched this yeah. weekend. He had a lot more time than Spencer Rattler did. And, you know, wide receivers, there were like three times tonight where the ball did hit you. And they dropped Right it. in the hands. And, and you just dropped it. Right. You're at Clemson. you got to catch it. I'm just saying. I blame recruiting, strength, conditioning. I mean, we're, we were slow. We were weak. Duke slapped us upside the head there. Duke was at least as fast as Clemson, if not faster. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I I do think that Duke's going to go on to win eight, nine, ten football games this year. I mean, I, they're good. Yeah, they're they're good and they're physical enough, especially yeah. if they can d- develop a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're. Good. I mean, I don't think they're winning the conference, but. But they're going to win a lot of games. Well, it's going to be tough to win the conference with North Carolina and Florida State in the mix this year. Yes. It's not going to be Clemson to win the conference. And I'm going to go ahead and call it. Yeah, they could lose one game, win the whole rest of the year like Florida did with Tim Tebow, but they're not going to. I'm not going to call it. I'm not saying Clemson is going to do this by any stretch. But Clemson could get it together, and it's still too early to know. But – this was a thud of a start. They could, but I've seen them not get it together for a few years now. So I'm thinking, yeah, what are the chances that now's the time? I don't uh, know. One game, but it did, it was not encouraging. And guys, especially we got a freshman kicker. That's not, and and he didn't get anything. You know, two field goal attempts that didn't work. And is Clemson ever going to get a good punter again? Because everyone that, that Clemson plays has guys who can kick at 65, 70 yards. That was a foreseeable and correctable ish- issue. That's something they could have fixed by now. Find a punter. Everybody else finds a punter. Yeah, so that could have been fixed by now. I will. That that was... We're not like shank apotamus and putting them, you know, 16, 20 yards, but we, our punters kick at like 35 yards and everyone else kicks at like 60 yards. I don't... That's been going on for a while. A good long while. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Shipley, he produced pretty well. If you look at his like average yards per carry and stuff, produced real well. He wasn't really finding a way to totally break free and go. But again, Duke's uh, defensive secondary wasn't going to have it. So, well, Clemson, all got down, Clemson got down to the goal line three times and did not punch it in. That is just unacceptable. Oh, completely. Zero points. One time is like something, and then the second is... Three times. Better watch yourself. Three times right on the goal line. Let's go and do it again. Zero points. With a shotgun snap. Yes, the formation is largely to blame for that. That's just stupid. One yard line? I don't know. Was it the six inch line? I don't know. (laughs) It was down there. Um, yeah, shotgun. And it was a predictable play. The angle they took, you know, you knew it was going to go one way or another just in that same angle like they had been doing the last, like, few plays. And that's exactly what they did. Got it blown up. Right. That's not the kind of play where sometimes coaches are like, the offensive line just got to dig deep and blow them off the ball. Even if you do that, it won't matter there because you have snapped it six yards deep. And even if you blow them off the ball into the end zone one step, 
by the time the running back gets there, everybody's there. Yeah, you can't account for everyone, right? So you hand it off. They've got 11 guys. The quarterback just handed it off. Now you've got 10. And no one's playing deep. No one's playing safety. As I mentioned, the, the DBs are at linebacker depth, and the linebackers are on the line. You can't do it. And if, I mean, if you're going to, maybe you can try to run, like, slide the tight end, like have him hammer down and then release for a pass. Like, he's going to block, and then just boom, all of a sudden he turns around, and you got to play to just dupe the ball over to him. Yeah, if that's you only about, got a shotgun, roll the quarterback that's out. That's about, yes. Give him, give him an option to run or pass. Yes, if you roll the quarterback, the tight, let's say the tight end did do that and then released, that then puts the corner, even if he reads it correctly to cover the tight end, that puts him in a terrible position where he's got to make a play on the runner or the receiver, and he's kind of in limbo. Then you may have something, but that's the only thing you can do out of the shotgun down there. If you're just going to run it, get under center. Especially with the problems we had already had at the goal line. Okay, we screwed up. Let's at least take care of the ball at this point. Nah, let's not. Let's not. That'll work out real good. Man. <laughs> I guess uh, Clemson and South Carolina fans can all be miserable together this week. <laughs> We both lost to basketball teams from North Carolina. Way to go. <laughs> Pretty pathetic. And Duke's good. But Clemson had a lot of chances. And, like, our lack of being prepared for the situation we were in, which is like a football game. <laughs> right. Kind of messed us up there. I, you know, before the game, I said, look, I looked at Duke's roster. They've got a bunch of seniors, graduate students. They won nine games last year. Oh, it's they were good last roster. year. And It's just that we and, were still and, in the game. And, and and I said, you know, I think it's going to be close at halftime, but I thought Clemson, by the end of the game, could win maybe a 10, 13, 14-point type game. And honestly, we could have. But, yeah, you got to be ready to play football, though. That's like the game that they were playing tonight. Yeah. And little situations that come up have to be accounted for. You can't fumble the ball. And especially, you can't have breakdowns like that on scoring situations. You know, that's just taking the points off the board. You can't do it there. You cannot fumble when you're trying to score. Can we get a refund on offensive coordinator? Dabo's going to stick with him for the whole season at least. And, hey, we haven't had a great one in a while. It was a big upgrade when we lost Tony Elliott. Thank goodness he went to Virginia, but it still wasn't enough because yeah. we need somebody creative and with enough wisdom to put it together, make it happen. I think Clemson had about the 60th-ranked offense in the country last year, which is right at about dead middle. They were like number 90 the year before which is a far cry from where they were, especially under, like, Chad Morris from Clemson. was just like, oh, man. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's been a few years now where it's, I haven't really gotten it together, and they don't make much adjustments. It's like, hey, this isn't working, but we're just going to keep sticking with it. You guys will see. It's going to start to work. I would love to see some <clears throat> I formation under center. Our split back formation uh, under center plays because we've got – a guy, Moffa is about like a fullback. Yeah, and if Moffa and Shipley are, you know, running in the same line there, they could punch some, some short yardage stuff through for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Right. You get under center, get an eye formation <clears throat> with Moffa at fullback and Shipley at running back, and just do a, a traditional power right through the line with Moffa leading, they're going to get the yard. Congratulations, Duke. Good game. Way to be ready to play the game of football. 
Yeah, I mean, congratulations, Duke. <clears throat> you knew it was coming. Y'all had that football team studied up on football stuff and, like, speed, strength, agility, you know, just skill. Overall, takes a little bit to develop that skill, but y'all did it. If you're a fan of a third-party I say third party. Like, let's say that you're not a, from our area in like a Clemson or South Carolina. Let's say you pull for like. Okay, if you're just Texas an outsider looking. Something. If you're an outsider yeah. looking at this, what are you going to say? Well, if you pull for like <laughs> A&M, let's say, then you were you thought this weekend was fantastic. I mean, Clemson got beat. LSU got beat. If you're <laughs> the casual face, going to think, yeah, I don't see a problem with this. This is great. <laughs> oh, man. I guess the. Uh, the, the teams that are really, like, in misery right now are, like, Florida and South yes, Carolina, man. Clemson, LSU. <laughs> uh, LSU at least didn't totally look as bad. You didn't watch all the rest of it. They were getting flat run over, literally. Well, no, I didn't watch the very <laughs> end of it. But once I could tell it was over, I went ahead and stopped watching. You're right. <laughs> they, like, threw the towel in, and it didn't get any better for them. Florida State made them pay for it by just... Well, despite all of Clemson's mistakes, they had chances to get right back in that game, and then what they would do is make another mistake. <laughs> so It was pretty bad, yeah. And they didn't it's... have the, the strength or speed to make up for it. So they kind of had to use the chances that they had to to capitalize, and it was just wasn't going to – I mean, did, did Duke want it more? I'm sure. They did want it, for sure. I think we came out a little jittery. Klubnik overthrew first couple of passes, and Duke did not. I tell you, Leonard felt like he was so just like in his element. He's He was a pretty good quarterback. Tougher to bring down than you think, and faster than he looks. He's one of those tall guys that when he's running, he's covering more yards than you think he's covering. That's going to be hard for Clemson. The ACC's got some dang good quarterbacks. Drake May at North Carolina, Jordan Travis at uh, Florida State, and Clemson's going to have to play them. And Clemson's got to play Sam Hartman at Notre Dame. Golly, Clemson better get together, y'all. As we highlighted early in the year looking down the Clemson schedule, it's hard. Well, I knew they weren't <laughs> going to make, make it through unscathed, and we predicted that, but... They could have done better this week. It's kind of a relief, though, as someone that pulls for Clemson. It's like, okay, well, we we, we suck now, so anything else is a positive. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I still I called 10-2 and two for the year. That's going to be hard. We suck good. enough because in the modern college football league, counting all the conferences, there's a lot of good teams, uh, and I've kind of been Clemson pointing that out. Clemson does not have a dynamic wide receiver who can just make the play. Are you a dynamic wide receiver? Hmm. Would you find a place to play well, football? They, they tried to throw it to Shipley there at the end, kind of out of a desperation, I guess, and he dropped it even though it was in his hand. That's always been his weakest part of his game. Yeah, I mean, he can't be relied on for that. It's not really his job. Right. Right. He needs to run and sometimes block. By the way, South Carolina running backs, you need to learn to block because your quarterback was getting sacked like eight or nine times. At least for South Carolina, it's obvious what they need to correct. Their O-line and running backs have got to be way better. For hey, Clemson... I was just looking forward to Clemson maybe this year having some excitement on offense. And then they come out and run the same three plays the whole game, hoping for a five-yard gain. Running for the sideline. Let's get out of bounds after about five, six yards because that's the best we could do. Because if we go straight at Duke, we're going to, like, die. So let's just go for this little five-yard thing and hope that that works the whole game. And when it's not, we'll just keep trying. The The... Screen pass 
I, I don't mind it like once in a while. It's fine. It's just like <laughs> over and over and over. Did we bring in a play card? Not a sheet, but like a card that had like two plays on it. You know, if you're playing with the Raiders on Tecmo Super Bowl, you can run uh, Jackson to the top, and if you're a skilled player, you can run that play after play after play. You could even get blitzed and kind of run backwards and run around everybody and go. At least you have eight plays to choose from instead of like three. (laughs) Just what Clemson ran. (laughs) Well, welcome back to football. There's going to be a lot of fun games this week. I think Clemson and South Carolina may as well go ahead and play. Just kind of forfeit the rest of the season. <laughs> Be a good game right now. A lot's going to happen between now and the end of the year. But tonight, it's all just a bunch of oof. A forfeiture might be less embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, give Dabo some time to get it together. It's Charleston Southern this week. they got a lot to work on. Even if it's Charleston Southern, I want to see some other plays being called. I don't want that same play, and just because you're bigger or faster, you can run the guy over. I'll see some other plays. South Carolina's got Furman this week. Are they going to be ready for them? Well, I don't know. But Clemson needs a wake-up call in the coach's office, the athletic director's office. Just like, hey, we're doing some stupid stuff the last few years. Let's not do that. Need improvement. Seriously. The offensive side of the ball has not been imaginative. Got to be clever. And by the way, I remember last year, TCU's offense, it was like their quarterback was just beefy enough that in tough situations he would power it through for a first down. And again, they play in the Big 12. It's hard to know just how good the offense really was because no one plays defense in that whole league. They really don't. You get literally the stats. Every team has like 400-plus yards every game. It's ridiculous. It's a loss. What can we say? I'm okay with a loss. I'm just – don't like to do it by being dumb. So college game has changed. There's a lot of good teams now, not just one or two. So you got to come ready every week. There are. Um, after week one, I'll tell you who looked good. Oklahoma. <laughs> who knows? They played a little team, but you know, blew them out. Florida State, North Carolina looked good. Alabama, Colorado looked. Uh, I mean, looked good. Their defense didn't. Hold up as well as you. Would have I, I don't. Know. Everyone's talking about them, and it is surprising they were able to come out and do what they did. But I, I, it's hard to know in the Big Twelve what that is. It's hard to know, but those passes coming off of QB uh, Sanders' arm were landing right where they needed to, and the receiver was gobbling it up, catching it. So I mean, props. They look good week one anyway on offense. <laughs> on offense, and it was enough to win. There are two sides to the game, but yeah, who knows? They play Nebraska this week. They'll be something. God, Nebraska. Nebraska got busted up by Minnesota. <laughs> Nebraska with their 14th heartbreaking loss in the last three years. It's so many. How much more can a Nebraska fan take? I don't know. Before they pop. Hey, corn. I mean, the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen is when uh, Michigan. West Virginia. Michigan. Okay. Michigan scored the touchdown on uh, Nebraska, and the guy just ate the corn cob. Ate the corn cob right in the camera. Camera was right on him. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. And yet another heartbreaking loss where Nebraska almost had a team, in that case Michigan. Well, that was the thing. It was, <laughs> hey, maybe Nebraska's back this year, and we're they were in a you know kind of tight game at the time. <sighs> Man, there were there were some other big time powers that didn't look all that great this weekend, but they still won. Ohio State was one of them. Georgia did not come off firing on all cylinders. 
they were lucky they were playing UT Martin because it was still like a nothing-nothing game after the first quarter. But do you agree or disagree that Clemson got out-coached? Yes, definitively. The Duke offense was calling the right kind of plays for how Clemson played defense in that they weren't taking long drops and they weren't making obvious handoffs. The quarterback was getting rid of the ball quickly because Clemson was going to apply pressure, which they did, but he wasn't taking five-step drops. He was like, here comes the pressure, boom, boom. And it was a much smarter they, – they game-planned for Clemson way better than Clemson game-planned for Duke. I bet if Duke had ran the same three plays the whole game, we could have stopped them <laughs> better than we did. We would have caught up. Our defense would have realized what they were up to. My whole thing is if that's all we thought our offense could do, we had kind of gotten behind in the game. At that point, we know it's not going to be sufficient. So got to try something else then and just nothing. Clemson came out in the second half and was committed to running the ball and went right down the field, screwed up at the goal line, and then got it back and was committed to running it, went right down the field and screwed up again. And if they should have been committed to running the ball from the beginning of the game. Well, when the back was really against the wall, though, we needed to pull out a trick play or whatever. I yeah, where's something? At that point, you got to take the gamble. Well, yeah, we don't have a hitch and go. We don't have out. We don't have wide receivers cross. We don't have the hook and lateral. We don't have a halfback pass or something. I mean, I don't know. Let's get creative there, guys. Whew. Well, Charleston Southern this week. I've watched Texas come up with some creative ways to lose over the last few years as a Texas fan. Clemson wasn't really creative in their loss. They were kind of, I don't know, it was it was like not that artistic. It was just kind of a strict procedural loss. <laughs> it was, well, it was very oof by getting a field goal blocked. And then I don't know if the second one got tipped or if he just absolutely missed it from like 20 yards away. It reminded me of when... Um, I think it was Eamon Lakeup at Florida State before Clemson had gotten over the hump and everyone was talking about Clemsoning. This was back in like 2013 or 12 or 11 or something. And he missed one like that from about 15 yards out that went all the way across the whole face of the uprights. But anyway, I hate to be reminded of that, but that's what that kick did remind me of. I was saying go for it tonight. The only thing is, sometimes I'm a little more aggressive, but I could tell that we needed the points, um, like more than three points, because Clemson's seven points came off of a mistake by Duke. I was surprised we didn't fumble those out. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure how many more chances we were going to get, but I did know that if Duke went ahead and scored before we did, like once they already had the lead, if they extended that lead, we were done for, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it did not feel like Clemson was going to have any quick strike comeback ability. <clears throat> No, like that's Clemson needed those points. I don't know. I don't know if Duke was playing deep safety. I didn't really look to see if that was going to limit quick strike, but we didn't even test him if he was. There was no like deep over the middle throw just to see. Outplayed, outcoached. Outcoached for sure. It's yeah. not just coaching during the game though. That was my whole point. Coaching is also recruiting, strength, conditioning, preparedness, like a good playbook. Uh, the ability to adjust mid-game yep. is super crucial, yeah. and we didn't have that. You would have hoped that Earned. after the first quarter, we would have decided, okay, those plays just were not it, guys. Let's let's do something else. Earned that loss in so many ways. Congrats to Duke and the Duke fans who really don't have that many great football things to hang your hat on. So. Yeah, and maybe it's their year, and I know that was an exciting win. 
even though Clemson sucked sucked it up out there, it was still right. exciting, and that's I'm happy for him. I know Duke has been in this position before in basketball when Clemson has beat them, and it, it doesn't make sense. And I know they're sitting back probably doing the exact same thing, but it does happen occasionally, and Duke does beat Clemson in football occasion. This is not the first time in my life I've, I've seen Clemson lose to Duke. I've never seen Clemson lose to Duke at home. But on the road, I think it's probably about the third time. Well, I was going to hit stop and close us out here, but you know what? Duke has earned it. Let's look at their schedule and see what they're going to do the rest of the year. Okay, yeah. Where do you want to look at that? Oh, uh, ESPN. It. It'll be interesting to see. I think that they do have a pretty hard row to hoe, as they say. And But I think that's because all of the ACC is better than it usually is. Well, the ACC did bust up on the SEC this weekend. That's true. In the fact that the two really, you know, highly touted, high-ranked teams that wound up playing each other, FSU and LSU, you know, like you say, at some point Florida State went ahead and just ran over them. And uh, South Carolina and North Carolina. Right. uh, That What you would think would be relatively evenly matched teams. Well, that was the other high-level matchup. Now, Virginia losing – to Tennessee, um, that Virginia would have had to play Vanderbilt to get an equity. We fully expected Virginia right. to get right. beat up. Yeah. Okay. Duke next has Lafayette. I I don't know anything about Lafayette, but they're going to lose to Duke. Northwestern, Kylie. Northwestern guys, they looked horrible against Rutgers in the Big Ten pillow fight. Duke's three and zero. Then what? UConn at, at UConn. NC State beat UConn by 10, 14 points. I don't know, something like that. Duke will, too. Okay. Duke's 4-0. So Duke should be pretty highly ranked when they play Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame at hey, home. Duke's got them at home. Duke does have them at home. And yeah, <laughs> I'm going to pick Notre Dame. Sam Hartman and Notre Dame are pretty dang good. They will not fumble the ball going into the end zone. They will get under center and smash it in, and they will beat Duke. Yep. NC State. NC State is always... <clears throat> I'm giving this a half. That's a toss-up now. Yeah, I'm going to give the win to Duke, though, after what I saw tonight. Because they so were too. strong and they were fast. I pulled it up during the game. they got graduate students, fifth-year guys playing at Duke. These guys are experienced football players, and they're, they know what they're doing. The only thing is, next week after that, Duke is at Florida State. And I give that one to Florida State. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Florida State. Uh, Then at Louisville, probably a win for Duke. Louisville won a crazy comeback game against Georgia Tech in the opening weekend, but they didn't look as physical as Duke did tonight. I still say Duke. Yeah, Duke. And then uh, they've got Wake Forest at home. Duke. Duke. Then they're at North Carolina. The game at North Carolina is going to be really interesting. That's really more of a toss-up to me than that's probably their – their most questionable game as to which way it would go. If I just had to choose right now, if those two teams were going to play next week, I would say North Carolina, and here's why. Last year, North Carolina, really their only weak point was their defensive line, and man, if you watched their game this week, that's not their weak point anymore. Right. They just crushed South Carolina. <laughs> the deep, the Rattler had no time on any play to do anything. Teams have to look out. North Carolina's good. So their weak point is fixed, and then it makes me think they're they're probably good enough to beat Duke if they had to play right now. Um, then they're Duke's at Virginia. They should win they, that. They will win that. Virginia has no offense. Then they've got Pittsburgh at home to close the season out. Ooh, that's toss-up. Yeah, I mean, you can't say. It's too far down 
the line, but I'll go ahead and give it to Duke. I mean, they showed that well, they have a good team to me. Looking at that, it looks like Duke's probably going to win eight or nine games this year against a hard schedule. A lot of teams would have beat Clemson tonight. Um, but then again, I was expecting Clemson to take some losses during the year. They didn't have to lose this one, though. They didn't have to lose this one to Duke. No, it didn't have to happen. They got down to the goal line to where they could have taken the go-ahead score a few different times. They failed to execute just time and time again. So, yeah. Oh, Clemson left a ton of points out there. I mean, they that was seven. That's ridiculous. I don't know how many yards. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you real quick. Total yards, Clemson 422, Duke 374. Clemson actually outgained Duke and ended up with seven points. Can't fumble it. Can't miss field goals. One fumble during the game and one missed field goal, you could overcome, but they just kept screwing up. And then they, But they didn't change their game plan the further and further they got behind, which always ticks me off because you got to get more aggressive as that happens. It's just what you got to do. I mean, something that doesn't get included in the stats is fumble return yards. Hey! <laughs> Let's see, Clubnick, 27 of 41, 209, touchdown interception. Leonard, 17 of 33, felt like more. But he ran the ball pretty well. Eight carries for 98 yards <clears throat> and a touchdown. If I could ask Dabo or Garrett Riley, why did you go into that shotgun formation when you fumbled the ball? Dabo's answer would be, this is what we thought would give us the best chance in that situation. It's always like our team thought that this was going to be the best thing that we could have done. It just didn't work out. Well, I'm here to tell you that it was not the best thing that you could have tried. And it didn't work out. Just looking at these team stats. First downs, Clemson 29 to Duke 17. Time of possession was in Clemson's favor. Yards were in Clemson's favor. But stupidity was in Clemson's favor. <laughs> stupidity was heavily in Clemson's favor. But to your point, it didn't have to happen. Clemson did not have to lose that game. But it sure did happen. There you have it. Yep. Good night, everybody. See you next time.